0: Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Heath Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Second Shot. I'm sitting in the RNCN studios, high atop. This tower. What are we on the fifth floor? Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> way up there. Yeah,
1: overlooking. Yeah. It
0: looks high though. It
1: does. Well, it would probably hurt you if you fell from it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, so any you know anything over ten feet to me becomes a tower. <laughs> Sitting here with my buddy Heath Oaks and producer Zach and Chris, What's going on, Heath?
2: Well, just give everybody a heads up. What we do a second shot is we, we take headlines and and things and we try to take a second shot at them and twist and a turn and try to see what we can do to make anything apply to your business or personal life. I'm I'm excited about this headline here because this one kind of really got me extremely unhappy.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm excited about your unhappiness too. I was trying to figure out
2: how I could... I had some really bad things I wanted to say, so I was trying to you know, um, kind of I, I,
1: see which, I see which headline it is. See, a lot of times we don't discuss a lot of the headlines Well, here. and this should hit you really hard yeah, knowing yeah. That,
2: that, that who your wife is, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, re- read this headline. Yes.
0: Uh, hospital changes protocol after nurse arrested over patient's blood draw. You guys heard about this like, last yeah. week or so? Mm-hmm.
2: So anybody who hasn't heard of this story, you're under a rock as well. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the cops brought in an unconscious man and wanted it to the hospital to draw the blood. And the nurse was like, well, I've, she was making a call to the superiors because she was under the deal that you have to get a search warrant if somebody's right. unconscious and cannot give consent, right? Which she was correct. She's correct. In watching the video, it is terrifying because the cop literally lost everything he had and like aggressively grabbed the nurse, arrested her, handcuffs, dragging her out the front door. It was absolutely crazy. And the nurse was correct. Mm-hmm. Protocols needed a search warrant, and all blood. Those
1: blood is that man's property. Yes, and you so can't they, just they take can't it. Can't just take it, and he was not a suspect.
2: And your wife is a nurse. If mm-hmm. that cop did that to your wife,
1: uh, well, he would he would lose his job first of all, and he would probably lose his ass because I would kick <laughs> it, and I would
2: wait till he lost his job. So whenever yeah. I beat the hell out of him, it wasn't assault of a yeah. cop it was just a regular <laughs> person <laughs> the that guy, point, you can suicide. tell
1: and look I, i'm being judgmental here i can't get inside anybody's head or heart but you could just tell the guy had just had it he was frustrated mm-hmm. he'd had enough she wasn't doing it she was on the phone she was listening to she, her superiors and she was going to do and i asked my wife i said jade now you know jade's been a trauma nurse at harris hospital in fort worth for 14 years she's a she's finishing up school and getting her master's degree to be a nurse practitioner i asked her i said what would you have done in that situation She said, I would have done whatever the hospital's protocol told me. Mm -hmm. And I said, is that not universal? And she said, well, not necessarily. There could be different things. She said, but typically, yes, what that nurse did is actually that's correct i mean you have all kind of things from not only legal violations with warrants but you got hipaa violations with privacy there's just things you can't just go and you start can't taking just take people's a man's stuff. blood that's unconscious no, you, you can't do that no so, matter what he um, did
2: or didn't or is alleged to yeah do. and he
1: wasn't even a, i don't think he was even a suspect no, in the know. deal it doesn't so, matter the cop yeah. lost his, his and so and he's probably going to lose his job he needs to lose his he job should. if there's any justice look and, and let me just go on record to say and i've said it a million million times i'm one of the biggest supporters of, of police officers and law enforcement and first responders the vast majority of police officers out there in the world—they are good men and good women. I support them, I back them. But let me tell you, and this guy might be a wonderful cop. He might be—you might have a record of being a great, great cop. This is a he, mistake, but that he loses blew your it. Job, he blew it on this one. You can't. And blow sometimes, this. You, sometimes people in authority—they do blow it. Yep. And and, and you know and what? The consequences is, when that happens. the problem is when you blow it. I don't care how good you've been and how long your career and, and, and stuff is. When you blow it that one time, you've blown the whole thing. Something that big. It's like hanging over a cliff. It's by not a th-
2: small blow-it. That, that's a massive <laughs> blow-it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: I like big blow it's. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's <laughs> like if you're hanging over a cliff by a chain and the chain has, I don't know, 10 or 15 links in it, only one link has to break. You don't have to break them all. You just break the one link and you got disaster.
2: You know, you you and, and everybody in this world, um, at, at some point, whether it is in your personal life or maybe you're in position of authority at your job, you can never let the ego get to your head, the power right. trip thing, that you're powerful. Um, I, I agree with you. I believe that the, the vast majority of cops are good cops. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that are not that, people. That, that, that get this power trip in their head, that they're, you know, the ones that are not are like the kids that got picked yeah. on in school, and now they're all going to try to make it all back on them and, mm-hmm. and, and use yeah. their power. And in any your personal life, your power over your kids, or if maybe you think you got the power over your spouse... Abusing anytime you're given power, much is expected of you. Yeah, you, you can't. So, like in, in, this, in this case, you he was given a badge and way to have an authority, and he screwed up here to where what is much is expected. You lose your job and should never be a cop again. This is a something, this is not like a high intense situation. You lost your cool in a situation that should not have lost your cool. Right. So, when you are giving much power, whether it is being a dad or a mom much is expected of you from those kids. Right. You are expected to be the person that they need to see in a positive light and you are expected to teach them the things that there is to do. Right. You you are expected to treat your spouse in a way that you want your daughter or son to be mm-hmm. seen as as well. You got to look at it in in, in your in workload. If you're given a title of 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 uh, leadership, that doesn't mean anything. You have that title, but you're not going to gain followership by just a title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what M- oh, to whom much is given, much is expected. Yeah. You have to suffer the consequences, and they're bigger. And when it comes to parenting or being a spouse, you suffer much bigger consequences than losing a job. Well,
1: if you're going to y- have authority, if you're going to have authority... You've got to be under authority, yep. and that is a principle in life. You can't have authority unless you're under authority, so you've got to submit to something. Everybody submits to some form of authority. Yep. Everybody does, whether you want to. you will. And if you don't submit to it, you will be forced to submit to it. Go out there and break the law. Defy authority and see what happens. You will be forced to submit to that authority. You'll get arrested. You'll go to jail. you go to prison, whatever. But the key to authority is a word that no one knows the meaning of, and it's the word meekness meekness and we it's like an old word nobody ever says oh well that person's really meek because we don't know what that means yeah. we don't know what it means to be meek people are not think, all smart people like you, Chad. i am you know ridiculous <laughs> that's why i'm educating you here Good. on second shot i appreciate Show. that, so, I, appreciate so, that. So, <laughs> I so so meekness people misinterpret that to mean that it is weakness yeah. it's sure. not at all meekness is quite simply power under control yep so a horse That is bridled, a horse that you're riding, that horse that you're on the back of could kill you at any time. He could throw you off, stomp you. I mean, he could kill you. He's just got the power to, but because he's broken, he's under authority. His power is under control. He's meek, and people don't understand how much power there is in being meek. When you understand the authority you're under, how to operate that way, you have more of it. This guy, he lost his mind. He lost control. His temper got the best of him. Look, I got a temper. Oh, yeah you got a temper. I mean, we know how that goes. I mean, I've seen Zach lose control. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking breaking windows, ripping Why do you uh, think Kristen
2: uh, hadn't been here very much (laughs)
1: lately? I've seen him ripping shirts, breaking windows, throwing lamps, and that was just at my house.
2: But there's always that time, and that's why as a parent, you lose that temper and that control one uh time in front of your kids and they see that and they don't forget it. Those are the things... You have to understand that there are times, like, there is losing it and making mistakes, and then there is completely something on this end of it that is absolutely all consequences that are coming your way are deserved because you literally lost total control of yourself. Like, if you're about to lose your control, you have to remember as a parent or as a spouse, you're somebody that has power been given to Mm -hmm. that much is expected. You can't lose it like this.
0: This dude lost it. He's, he lost it. As a leader, someone that oversees people, you know, like in this situation, the cop wasn't immediately fired. He, you know, mm-hmm. um, so what level of forgiveness or talking to. How do you handle a situation like this? Because at some on point, whose part? It, well, on which side? Uh, on uh, on the side of the s- supervisor overlooking this police officer. He, he did so, smart by not immediately. So because reacting. we we talk about you know people, some people just crack. At some point, mm-hmm. they they lose their s- stuff, and you know things go wrong. But you know, Chad gave the example. Maybe he was a great cop, and maybe this was a one time incident. But what you know, at what point do you forgive and move on, or do you say you know? Th- there's there's a th-
2: certain to, threshold. and To me, there is... there's um, uh, Number one, I, I agree with the supervisor for saying you're on leave and take take a couple days. Let's review everything. Nothing you ever... You never want
0: to react
2: to things very, very quickly. Yeah, because
0: there was no immediate firing yeah, decision. He just make. put him yeah. on
2: leave, let, let things yeah. calm down, look at it all, do what? Now, here's the thing. This would be, no matter how good he was, gone to me because I, I don't care what's going on and how it is because if he would have lost his cool... And of something killed somebody, yep. that did not need it. That is the next level. He obviously cannot. Con- there's there's those things that are mistakes that I'm okay with. But yep. then there's mm-hmm. the different type of mistakes like this is you just grabbed a nurse yep. and drug her out that Doing her like job. she was a crackhead with a knife about to kill yeah. somebody. Like that yeah. was you lost all. See, see for control. me,
1: for me, I put nurses there with with first responders. They're they're the people who. Quite literally, they, they take your shit. They wipe yes. your ass. Yes. They, they do the stuff that nobody else wants yes. to do. And yes. I'm saying that as strong as I know how to say. Absolutely. Because they do the stuff. They have to pick your fat butt up off the ground and put you on a toilet and bathe you. That's a very, It can be a very undignified job. So I put them right there with first responders. They are the first line of medical defense in your health whenever you're in a hospital. And so he grabbed her and he did that. And, you know, she's... she's whether she was a phlebotomist, I don't. I don't know the whole thing, but I mean, either way, yeah. she's there. She's a nurse practitioner, or she's well, a practitioner well, and, of medicine. Well, I think about
2: this, Christian. I think what you're thinking. You always got to think about the the job and the and the thing that was made. So, so being a cop, mm-hmm. if I see a, a cop make a procedure, if I'm a supervisor of cops and they make a a uh, wrong decision on a just a protocol, right? Just kind of, they didn't do this paperwork, right? Didn't do that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Move on, right? If I see a cop that cannot control their emotions, they're gone. Because I do not want a cop of mine no. that cannot... Because you're under stress all the time. Mm-hmm. If you cannot control your emotions, that is an issue. So it's all different because it depends on the business you're in. You've got to think about what is it that's the most important. Is it The thing that happened, if that would have happened on another level or anything else, could it be extremely detrimental? Is it something that can't be controlled or something that can't be fixed? Mm-hmm. When you can't control... when, when I, I would lose trust in this man... Having a gun, representing my city, as a cop, when he lost control on a nurse. That was doing yeah, nothing threatening because she at was
0: all. calm and collected. She wasn't. She wasn't, was not she wasn't posing a threat. On. You know. Yeah. And if you
1: watch the video, when he gets her outside, his uh, another police officer grabs him on the shoulder and says, "You know," Dude. tries to pull him off, and then finally he just walks away because he realizes this thing's going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and let me tell you, true meekness and true authority. This guy would have stopped what he was doing right there when he got collected, and he would have apologized. Yep. And that's what you do too when you lose your cool. Yep. You talk about with your kids Stop. and your wife Stop. and all that. We, you know what? We're all going to lose our cool when you do that. You go back. You apologize. You ask forgiveness. You Do those things, but this guy—he can't give her her dignity back. No, he can't give her that. Embarrass, you know. He embarrassed her. He, he, shamed her. He did all of these things. He arrested her. She's on the news media now. She's the whole world has seen this. He can't give that back, and it's all because he lost his cool. You gotta go, pal. Gotta (sighs) go. You fired. That was me being presidential. (laughs) How about that? All right, we gotta take a break. All right, we're gonna come back. Second segment of second shot. We'll be right back.
0: He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Chad here. And if you know anything about me, you know that I read a lot of books, at least three to four a week. And there's one that I've read several times. It's by my buddy, Heath Oaks. It's called Ignorance on Fire, Failing Your Way to Success. If you want to have your life changed in your business, in your relationships, in the way you look at the world of success, you need to pick up Ignorance on Fire. Go to Amazon.com, buy the book, leave a review. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go get it today. Ignorance on Fire by Heath Oaks, Failing Your Way to Success.
0: Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. Yeah, we're
1: right back here on the second segment of Second Shot. Or maybe it's the Second Shot second segment. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> you All, gotta, however you can say I it. know. It's tough. i tell you what I can say. All you need is love. Love. All you need is love. I'm sorry, I won't do that to you, you anymore. You man. Good job. I, I just won't do that to you anymore, folks. Um, but you know what? In the world we're living in these days, it seems like what we need is more love. I don't know that people even know what love is anymore. We've misdefined it. We've we've characterized it as an emotion. I have always said that I believe that
2: love is the most overused um, mm. word in the English language. Well, people talk about... Oh, in any language, because they never use it correctly.
1: Well, people talk about falling in love. Well, if you can fall in love and that's an emotion, you can just as mysteriously fall out of love. Uh, so I, I think of love as a choice. It is... It is I make a decision to behave towards you lovingly and with love. And and you know what? I, I know that emotions follow actions. And so if I act lovingly towards you, eventually...
2: I don't think people know that, though.
1: They don't um, know that. You're we're that. not
2: talking about love because um, I love Chad Prather. He just loves mm-hmm. me and won't stop hounding me all mm-hmm. the time. That's um, that's
1: not my hand, you feel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the reason we're talking about love is our, our next little headline. It's kind of a fun... Like I, I figured that all the stuff going on this... This kind of grabbed me. I think it's a perfect time to kind of mm-hmm. have this little headline. What, what
0: what is it, Zach? Yes, twelve powerful Mother Teresa quotes that will stay with you. And I got twelve quotes here. And we we decided, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna vet these or anything. I'm just gonna throw them at you. We're gonna see what sticks. How right. you guys feel about that? See yeah. what sticks. Well, throw some love that man. See yes, what sticks. Yes, let's let, Yes, indeedy. Uh, all right. So first one. Do not think that love, in order to be genuine, has to be extraordinary. Extraordinary.
1: Well, I, you know that I think that. That is a good point in the sense that people are looking to get slapped in the face with love. Oh, they're, yeah. wa- they're wanting to be surprised by they want fireworks and to see stars and all of that stuff. But a lot of times love comes to you in a very, very simple way. And if you're not paying attention, you will miss it. Yeah. And I'm not talking about romantic love. I'm just talking about love. I mean, ask Heath. Heath didn't know that he was going to feel this way three months ago, four months ago, whatever, before Had Brian no was born.
2: I'd, I would have never been We no, told I, d- I didn't you. know what that emotion was.
1: We could have told you. The emotion did not exist before. But, yeah, it wasn't there. And now yep. it's a whole new deal. Yep. In one instant, all of that changed. Yep. And that didn't, I mean, it just, it was different. Yep. I'd love to go 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 back and put together a
0: little set of, of clips of us talking about it on the show. Yeah. And trying to give advice to Heath before and after and just yeah. listen to the whole thing. That would thing be funny. Like, yeah.
1: Now Heath walks around with a baseball bat and a gun. Yep. <laughs> It's a whole different thing.
0: He'll drop a fool. We ourselves feel that what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean, but if that drop were not there, I think the ocean would be less by missing by that missing drop.
1: Huh. Isn't that good? We ourselves feel that what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean. Interesting. Yeah.
2: And Keep going with them because we can't really go into I, all I, of I, them. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you feel like a drop in the ocean, Heath? No, no no neither do I no I, 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 I <laughs> but but even if, but I mean, e- I mean in a way but even if we you are t- but, we, but, e- but we don't but, feel that way we
2: are but but I strive to try and do more. But if you're somebody who feels like you're a drop in the ocean, that one less drop would make a, a big impact. What she said, it would they exactly, work. and it would because you're because you're a big drop. There are people in your life that without that without you there, they yeah. w- it would make a massive impact, life altering, changing. So you're impacts. a
1: big big drop. Make sure you drip know because people are waiting on you. I don't know if you guys ever read that book Cloud Atlas. I forget who it's by. Oh yeah, and they, ran.
0: Yeah, they had that great they, they had that great drop in it about. Uh, you know you're just a drop in the ocean then somebody said well the ocean is just a whole lot of drops so, so what a whole are you gonna lot do of drops. yeah that's that's, right. that's how that got started uh this one's interesting stay where you are find your own calcutta find the sick the suffering and the lonely right where you are
1: yeah if you know anything about mother teresa obviously she gave her life to the poor and she gave her life to children and there it was not a it was not a, a you know <laughs> you find people out there who go out there and they want to do charity work or they want to do uh, you know humanitarian stuff and they look for ways that unfortunately gives them a lot of attention i don't and i don't necessarily know that they are intending it that way but it's a whole lot easier to go out there and you know, we've had that here with Hurricane Harvey. We've worked real hard to help folks down there. We're not doing it for attention. We're not doing it for, but suffering is I want to do it for attention that
2: how much the need is to try to get more people <laughs> right. to give to them. I had somebody, You know what I mean? That's, that's what I want to do. I want to draw right. the attention to get yeah. more, to get to them. And, and I want to read my two favorite ones of it because we would take forever trying to read all of them and, and comment. <laughs> but these two hit me really kind of like um, with her, which was uh, bring love into you, your home. For this is where our love for each other must start. That is so powerful to me because I think that we sit there and the only way for the world to change is for every parent inside their own home to show a love like an agape love, as the Bible talks about, which is, you know, one of the most powerful loves there is. My dad does. He's preached years for years on Mm -hmm. agape love and, and things of that nature and that. If we show that type of agape love in our homes and our children see that, that's how this world changes. Right. This world doesn't change by you going out telling people they need to they need to love everybody else when you're going home and being disrespectful and not showing the love that, that agape type love in your home. It starts with everybody showing more love themselves on their daily walk yeah. that will change this world and the generations of, of coming with it. And obviously Mother Teresa, there's there's you know there's even people who figured out ways to criticize mother Teresa over the years which is even astonishing to me i i get it but i mean it's like look that (laughs) woman you know i mean there's always a way that people can find it but you know love is needed more so and and love is needed to be used in a much better like it's like i can love you but i don't have to like you that's what i don't understand my mother told me that my whole life (laughs) you can tell them go look i can love and care for you and 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 if you were on the side of the road, I'd help you fix your tire. But it, I'm not gonna go. I ain't gonna go hang out with you, you know. But I'm not gonna go talk about you and go run you down to to try to how it is. But that agape love is one of those things that I believe is much more needed, and how Mother Teresa obviously spent spent you know with with her life with that. But I thought that one that one got me a lot because it's. You know, sometimes everybody goes out and trying to think everybody else has got to change someone. They need to change the way they
0: show love in their yeah. current household. At the, risk of, at the risk of sounding ignorant, what is, what is a copy of love?
1: Okay. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. So so basically the Greek language has, they have four, but there's three basic words for love. You have eros love, which is a sexual type of love. It is a physical touch love. You have uh, phileo, which is a brother type of love. It is, I feel admiration for you. I love you. Like Philadelphia Okay, Phileo, Philae, the city of brotherly love. So, uh, and then of course you have agape, which is a choice. It is, it is making. That's what I was talking about earlier. It is making a choice to act lovingly towards someone. So, in the uh, Bible, it says it's the most powerful love. It's Jesus. It's it's the way
2: Jesus loves you. When when you're looking at
1: First Corinthians thirteen, when it says you know the three things remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. In the Greek language, that word is agape. So, it, it is, it is that ability to choose lovingly because again, Jesus probably didn't feel he might not have felt real lovingly when he was on the cross and, and they were but he still chose to sacrifice himself you know in the in the bible narrative of the crucifixion so so when you know peter denied jesus and when he came back he was all full of guilt after the resurrection and jesus was walking with peter on the beach and he says peter do you phileo me and he says you know i phileo you I brotherly love you. Mm-hmm. He says, Peter, I'm going to ask you again, do you phileo, phileo me? And he says, Lord, you know I phileo you. I, I love you like a brother. And he says, okay, Peter, do you agape me? And he says, in other words, are you willing to give your life mm-hmm. for me? And Peter says, I am. And so he said, all right, go feed my sheep. In other words, go be my you know voice in the world. So so that's the thing. is is, is it, That's what a marriage love is.
2: Yeah, and don't you think that's misunderstood how people think that they've got to have this feeling, but love no. is a choice. Right.
1: It is a choice. You will, if you're married long enough. Put that cart before the horse. Put the cart before the horse. If you're married (laughs) long enough, if you're married long enough, you will wake up some days, you'll roll over, and you will look at the person you're married to, and you'll go, oh, I'm not sure I like this person today. Yeah. And and I'm sure my wife looks happen. at me all the time. I guarantee you, Jane you know looks what? at you all the all time the and time. says, I do not and, and like this like, person. Sometimes she even tells was her, me. If I was her, I, I, I cannot blame yeah. her. She's, she even tells me yes. she doesn't like me so much. But you know what? Every day you make that choice. I'm going to act lovingly towards you because emotions follow feelings. You you act your way into feeling. Most people, see, that's a huge thing people screw up on. You try to feel your way into acting. Well, yeah, that's worse than Well, today. I don't feel like going to work today. Well, yeah. go to work. Well, you are going to feel like getting a paycheck. You ain't going to feel like, you know, you ain't going to feel like getting, yeah, you exactly. Have to, you have to choose to love everybody around you. You have to
2: choose to love the people that have different opinions than you. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things I think that when I look back at the 19-year-old Heath Oaks and the 30-year-old Heath Oaks now is is that I have chose to be open-minded to respect other people's opinions and listen and love them based on their opinions either way it goes. Like, like um, no matter what their opinions are and they differ mine, I have to make a choice to still love them. Like, we, we need to spread that and that. And let me tell you this. Let somebody attack you with a sword. Let somebody attack you with evil and you respond in love and it will be mind-blowing, no. game changing because yep. people don't respond with love people are responding with swords these days more than ever if you become the minority and you respond with love instead of it you know i look back at dr martin luther king and, and one of the biggest things that obviously he talked about in the whole movement that made the biggest change in in civil rights was dr martin luther king we, mm-hmm. we agree i mean it sure. without a doubt made the biggest deal and his whole message was responding with love right not responding with violence not responding with the sword but the sword comes to you and you respond with love and it makes such a big change that obviously a lot of things happen i think in today's world if you respond with the love you're going to really throw people off because yeah. people aren't doing it
1: a soft answer turns away wrath all day so what jesus said and it's a why and i've always learned that it's hard you go online you just want to people to attack you you want to attack back
2: well, and you get it all the time. And, and what are you going to do? Are you going to
1: win that? Are you really going to win that? You're not going to. You're not going to win that. I actually uh, have The only way to win it yeah. is
2: responding the way they don't expect you to, which exactly is- right. with exactly love, With love, kindness, and all of those things that they want. They want to be stoked. Yep. They are begging you to stoke their fire- and they will respond with an extreme amount of more ignorance that will do nothing but piss you off more. Ignorance. Or you just respond with love and yeah. kindness, and they, they shut down. They're going to have nothing to respond to there. Give it to me one more time. I thought you were singing Backstreet Boys no, no, I, or something.
1: I want it that way. i got to get that, some music wow,
2: drops in that, here for this. A little that, something I can play under him. Yeah, yeah. that was incredibly um, too much. We need to move on to the third segment. <laughs> That's a good one. If I hear Chad Prather <laughs> sing any other boy band again than my you head make.
1: My fire,
0: <laughs> See, I got to make it. Let's go, Ch- Zach, <laughs> wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> start the music. Hey, start. we're going to the third segment, start, start so. Start
1: bye, bye, bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of
2: Texas, if you would like to cut your power bill in half tomorrow, go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code WATCHCHAD. I will tell you that I have saved over 65% on my first year using energyogre.com. They do all the work for you, and they save you money at the same time, so you never have to worry about it again. Again, go to energyogre.com, promo code WATCHCHAD, and save some money.
0: Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN.
1: All righty, all righty. I'll tell you a funny story about a boy band or a boy band a member. So, if I, you
2: start a boy band, I am defriending you. Don't
1: you go. I'm going to I'm
2: going to I'm going to show you with love.
1: I think I that just, I will defriend. I'm you. I'm just going to start saying everything with boy band moves, you know. <laughs> I, is that see on that? camera? Can yes. See that? Oh, you got to go to just YouTube. A bit? Oh, you yes. must
2: go to YouTube right now <laughs> and check out Chad Prather's boy band moves. These are
0: there
1: it is. of epic display
2: oh, that man. oh, he yeah. just got into popping it. and locking. He
1: da, did da, da, drop da. it like it's hot. Look at this. So <laughs> anyway, Brian Luttrell who was one of the Backstreet Boys. Uh, so a lot of those boys you know they live in the Atlanta area Brian Luttrell he lives in Atlanta and uh, he played on my softball team back in oh gosh 2009. it was a, he was getting ready for the MTV celebrity softball thing so he, he got on our team and uh, he's playing third base for us and pretty good little ball player but he uh, he hit he hit, a, he hit a ball in the outfield and he was running around to second base and he, went, he came sliding into second base. Tried to stretch it into a double shouldn't they? they threw him out and the guy tagged him out. It was a third out of the inning. And then when the second baseman or shortstop tagged him out and the guy umpire called him out, he goes, Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And then he looks at him and he goes, I know that's the wrong band, but that's just funny. <laughs>
2: I don't even know who the right band is on that. That's in sync. Okay.
1: That's in sync. That's the that's the Timberlake. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, third segment here, we usually take listener emails again, but we're not getting quite as many as we we'd expected. Secondshotcast at gmail.com. questions, comments, concerns, um, uh, headlines you see that you you had to take on. You want to send it to us and see if maybe we use your headline or just a question or comment or anything in that nature. Secondshotcast at gmail.com.
0: Come. We'd appreciate it. Instructional videos for <laughs> dancing for Chad Prather. Yeah, da-
2: Chad will have his instructional. Uh, I need it. Um, his instructional videos in in a massive, massive way. I need. You it. know,
1: we need like craft services in here. We need like a whole buffet laid out. I know we got a candy jar, but it's not enough. Yeah.
2: Have y'all been to I Heart Kalachy yet?
1: I. You know,
0: uh, actually, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen went sing. not that long ago. What, she, she was picked she as impressed with it? Is she was impressed? Okay. Yeah, and she brought stuff back, and we were all. We Did all you try a it? Time. I. You know. Zach, how did you not try Look, it? I, I've been trying to eat a little better, all right, and 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 it's some carbohydrates in there. I, I just,
1: mm. I know. Mm. I, I, yeah. I got to figure something out. Mm. You know what surprised <laughs> me yesterday? We stopped at Bucky's on the way. Yep, we did. Uh, down to South Texas working did. with Why the Hurricane you? folks. And let me tell you, that I bought, and I'm always, you know, gas station food, it's so tempting when you see it. It's like bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. And, and, and you're like, I'm like, that's going to taste so disgusting. And I bought it. It's one of the best things I've put in my mouth in a week. L- uh,
2: <laughs> Chad and I found out something yesterday about each other that we both had a little, uh, That I, I mean, I thought it was kind of a little weird deal that, that always got me, and then realized Chad was too. Um, we have that weird deal of if you ever go to a gas station, if you just need to go to the bathroom, like have the need to yeah, buy you go, something. You just
1: get, you just, yeah, you're just going in to yeah, pee. Okay. I have like, to buy sure. something. I got to buy something. Yeah, I
2: you to. know,
0: I don't, I don't know if I've ever run into that.
2: Because we just got done eating and stuff like that. And we pull in there because, of course, I have a bladder the size of a peanut. And and we go in the bathroom and he comes out and gives me a, a bag of pretzels. And, and I go up there and I grab, like, um what, beef jerky and, and Be- I go pick up Gummy bears because we both have a weakness for gummy <laughs> bears. <laughs> I'm telling you something. You give me lifesaver gummies, we love gummy, gummy, gummy bears, bears, gummy worms. Oh, they're so good. I cannot eat enough. And I go up there and, and I try to pay for the pretzels again. Luckily, the guy told me not to. And um, when he walks out. Because I'd like, already paid for him. Oh, yeah, nice. and he's like, I just always feel like I, I go, I got to feel like I got to buy something too. Like I don't feel like I, I thought I was the weird one that every time I go to the gas station, if I've just got to go because I need to go to the restroom, I have yeah. to buy something. I cannot
1: I just wanted you it. to hold my pretzel while I went in the bathroom and held my well, wait, pretzel. Well, yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, uh, go ahead. Uh, we, Small you know, twisted. I, but that, I, I, my wife last night, salty. you know, she always hears about how Heath and I do all these things the same way. Yeah. yeah. And we have the same like, we'll ju- we have to pee at the same time. It's yeah. like we're in sync. <laughs> <sink>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right back to the boy band. It's so. uh, My wife, my wife, she's always like, "So when's the wedding?" (laughs) And I'm like, "Shut up, woman! Those cost way too much money. I'm not doing another one." What do you know? I heard it's legal now. Do you guys? Do you? Do (laughs) you you
0: have that issue? You know, Did, I, has that ever
2: been a conscious I'll, I'll tell you what man my son, love? My,
0: my, <laughs> my parents and I, they have a house in Michigan. And so every year when I was a kid growing up, twice a year, we'd hop in the car and we'd drive the 22-hour drive to Michigan. Oh. And we stopped at a lot of gas oh. stations. And my parents... Being being the frugal school teachers that they are, we're always like, absolutely not. You're not getting anything at the gas station. Like we have. Food so they in the would car, just use the fine. gas station
2: for the restroom,
0: right? And, and that's what I was going to ask. Do you guys feel that way? Because it's some kind of like inhibition in yourselves that you're like, well, I want to pick up a, a treat for myself, or is it because you feel like? Oh no,
2: I feel like a I need a, I'm like, a paying customer. I'm a paying customer. I feel like I agree. I yes. feel like
1: to have used their plumbing, right. I need to pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as, as like, I get older, the more and I feel it's that not that
2: way. I would judge. Here's the funny thing about this is, is I don't judge people that are like what your parents, you know we're talking about as well yeah. I, I i kind of am i just it's always been a conscious thing for me, for me too that yeah. i feel like i need to spend me money too. to use
1: um their facility i you know so like we were in france recently and you know they had this lady sitting outside the public restrooms and it was like like if you were getting on the train she had a little window with a little change thing. You had to pay her in order just to go in the bathroom and really? use it. Somebody's got to man it and clean it and do so, all that right Yeah, I so mean, you know, so once upon a time I can remember I can remember when I was a kid having the pay stalls. You had to put a dime or a, a quarter God, in there. God, you're old. I am old, dude. <laughs> I don't I remember I when the Woolworths had a restaurant. Like a like a co- diner counter in the back of the. Wow. T- I mean, imagine going into Walmart right now and there being a diner in the back, just across the back wall. Yeah, that's a lot. Not like a separate room, just right across the yeah. back wall. There was just a diner with a greasy spoon grill and all that. I, that's what I grew up with. Well, wow. there's this
2: guy I know that he's like one of those that believes he can't, he'll never pay for ice because it should be free. And I go, okay, who's actually going to? So, so who do you expect to pay for it to be? come ice and put it in a bag and transport it and get it here Do you know like if you're out and you need like who do you if, if ice is supposed to be free who do you expect to be taking the hit somebody yeah. is paying for whether we go okay the government should which means my taxes go up so we're all paying for it or you can just choose to buy it or not you know what I mean like there's I, I'm a, let me that, make
1: another I, argument though.
2: I thought I was the only weird
1: one that ice that ice you're buying that water you're drinking the water in the toilet that I paid a nickel to use did you know and they proved this back in the late nineties. Yeah. That there is not a drop of water on the planet that has not already been filtered through a human being's kidneys. I believe it. Huh? There's Why not no? a drop of water. Because it goes back up. It's, everything's evaporation. Yeah. So, and it comes back down. There's not a drop of water on the planet that has not already been filtered through a human being's kidneys at really? some point in time yeah. in history. It's I all been it. filtered through a human. That so is technically, an
2: interesting tip.
1: Technically, that's my water.
2: My <laughs> That is It's been in my body.
1: Water. It's my water. So, if you're going to get ice, you pay me. Yeah. Do you have any weird things like that? Uh, no, but I'll, I'll get on board with the, I'm
0: sure I do, I'll get on board with the icing, Here here's my, here's my <laughs> thing regarding things that Dude, I like Do you put your shopping free. cart up? Absolutely. That's and I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why I do that, because I had to push carts for on
1: summer in mm, July yeah, in true. Houston, yeah, and I learned a lesson then, it's like, I'm always putting it back up.
0: I will even go out of my way to grab somebody else's, you know, because I feel bad that's for a the P, guy.
1: That's, you know, Heath, uh, he has a big P for Heath, but yeah. Yeah, I'm with him on that, I want I want it put up. Definitely. No, regarding the guy with the ice, here's what it is.
0: If somehow, let's say society came to an end and I'm out in the forest trying to build a tent out of leaves and palm trees and God knows what else, or I'm trapped on an island, could I make ice? No. No. I don't know how to make ice. I mean, I know it's, it snows sometimes, mm. you know, in the winter, but that's about it for me. So, when I when it comes to paying for ice, I'm like, well, I couldn't do that. I should probably just pay for it. That makes yeah. sense. That's how
1: Somebody's got to pay for the electricity. Some, somebody
0: exactly.
2: has to pay for the electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have anything <laughs> else that's kind of weird like that that you <laughs>
1: Uh well not in regards. Did you
2: thought was to, odd or weird?
1: I'm weird. I mean I am well, I'm sure. real weird. Like if, a doubt. Like my one of my <laughs> biggest pet peeves on the planet is if somebody takes food that they're eating and they stick it in my face and say here try this. Yeah <laughs> you told me. That. Don't you dare do that to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I will so slap that. it across the room. I will slap it across the room because I grew up with a mother going here try this you'll love it you'll love it. come on for me do it. <laughs> Woman I will one day pick out the home you will be living in <laughs> and I promise you it will not be the good one. It's gonna it's, be. It, so it will not be the one that has Febreze, and it. It will smell like straight up urine that has been filtered through somebody's kidneys. You'll open the door and say, "Here, try this." And what? we'll just say, "You know what? It's <laughs> it's really the ocean mom." Hey, what would you say the biggest thing you do
2: to like if you're if you're stressed or you you get stressed out, you know, or just, you know, when you start getting anxiety or stress and it just or you feel like there's a lot of ish, things to make decisions on, what is your like do you have something that's kind of that thing that you you do that kind of helps you release? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh.
2: like, what? Is it just being by yourself or is being around a lot of people or anything <laughs> that's Beavis.
1: what a is a it, Beavis. Yeah, what it about is. Beavis and Butthead <laughs> <forever. Yeah. laughs> I haven't uh... thought about Beavis and Butthead in forever I
2: mine's getting mine is being alone like I'm the guy that can get in by myself somewhere tucked in a corner for like a little while yeah. and I just want to be in my own thoughts and I and I cleared up myself like I like to be away from people you know i like to find
1: i am with you because i have a friend I,
2: who's the opposite he when he gets out he likes to be out with everybody uh, else, and that
1: would drive me nuts That's more the way i am yeah i'm i'm, a, I'm more of a, a pure extrovert i want to be around people i'm energized by the crowd I, and as I get i'm drained. as i'm as i'm getting older though i find myself wanting to pull away so so i have to go find a space yeah. like i can't just be alone i need to be in a space that is, you know, tranquil. I mean, like, you know, a backyard setting. Yeah. You know, Where you're just sitting, and I can pour a glass of whiskey. I could sit on my back porch with a, a yeah. drink, with Chris yeah. Stapleton
2: on the radio right. for two or three hours. Yeah. That most people would think would depress them more because it's depressing country music. Right. But me, <laughs> it makes me clear my thoughts, and I get one, and I and I come out alive.
1: I what I do, especially when it gets colder, is I've got a I've got a fire pit in my backyard, and uh, I like to go build a fire, and I just go back there and sit by myself. I don't know, pyromaniac or whatever, and I wish I could do that year-round, and and as soon as the temperature drops a little bit, I'll start building fires. That's kind of my thing. Am I I, invited?
2: Absolutely. We're going to smoke some brisket, some ribs. We'll do that. Watch some football? Of course. Just do it. Uh, In
1: fact, we were talking about Things we do. I'm putting. A, I'm installing a TV outside on the patio. Well, just for when am I coming football. over to watch football? Come on,
2: baby, bring bring the
1: big green egg. Let's go. I got big, it. Oh, you got yeah, one. I got, right. the, let's do I got it. the large egg. We're ready right. to go, baby. Hey, look.
2: You can find me at at Heath Oaks or at Ignorance on Fire. Um, secondshotcast at gmail Send us something. L- leave us a review. Share this with your friends.
1: You can find me in my backyard with a glass of whiskey, or you can go to WatchChad.com or PoliticalCowboy.com and just. Have a good time with it. Bye, find me on bye, Facebook bye. and uh, get on Twitter and find me at Watch Chad. And like <laughs> he says, bye bye bye. So join us again next week for another episode of Life Changing Second Shots. destination for premium talk radio.